0: It's 7 o'clock at night, that's right, 1900 hours, and you're listening to the Polo Sagero Show, where the heat is on and we educate our community through interviews with professionals. All right, folks, today we don't, uh, we don't have a guest for the first half, so uh, I decided to come up with the idea of um, playing music for the first half. You know, it's, uh, I don't want to talk about any politics, no news, nothing. I just want to hear some music, so I put it out there on social media if anyone had any uh, Requests or, or dedications they would like to make, uh, they can do so. And uh, you know, the the first request that I got was uh, I was leaving home, uh, you know, earlier this this afternoon, this evening, and uh, my mother said, "Hey, you gotta play uh, wonderful tonight." You know, uh, my parents are little lovebirds over there. They're doing uh, they celebrated their twenty uh, five year anniversary this uh, this past May. So uh, you know the little lovebird. My mother wanted to dedicate uh, her wedding song, which was "Wonderful Tonight" by uh, Eric Clapton, to uh, my father. So uh, that's going to be the first song I play, and uh, and then you know there's a few more requests that I got, and a couple more that uh, I want to play for everyone. So uh, this evening, it's not going to be no, no politics, nothing. It's you know we're just going to enjoy ourselves and hear some music. And uh, the second half of the show. We're actually going to have uh, WARA's very own uh, Dominic Toya is going to come in for an interview. He's going to talk uh, a little bit with us about uh, how the DJ profession has changed over time. Uh, he's a great man. He's a great guy, great friend. He, uh, my first time ever on the radio was on uh, Dominic's show, actually, when I was running for uh, for state representative in Attleboro. So it's, uh, it's really cool having him on. Uh, you know, he'll be here around, you know, close to, closer to 8 o'clock, around 7.45, 8 o'clock. But uh, for right now, we're going to start with uh, Eric Clapton, wonderful tonight for uh, my parents out there who celebrated their uh, 25th anniversary again. Uh, not again, but <laughs> their 25th uh, anniversary. Um, so this one goes out to you guys. Give me one second. (laughs) Okay, one second, folks.
1: Okay, well you're...
2: to enjoy a free morning with a variety of baby animals at tristan medical on washington street in north attleboro on saturday august 25th from 10 till noon there will be two baby goats a baby piglet chicks ducklings baby bunnies and a lamb children of all ages can pet and feed the animals alongside tristan medical staff and physicians light refreshments will be served. The Benevolent
3: and Protective Order of Elks has been part of the Attleboro area since 1906. They have always been involved in community service and charitable fundraising, giving back to our veterans, supporting our seniors, and providing youth enrichment opportunities, such as soccer and hoop shoots, fishing derbies, and dictionary projects, while also providing academic scholarships. The Elks are over 800 strong locally, and their members are their greatest asset. To learn more, you can go to AttleboroElks.org. Remember, Elks care,
2: Elks share.
4: All right, class, let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill?
5: Well, I raised my older sister
3: to a big oak tree. It was at least a 100 years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this...
6: Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week, and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
5: In our lives, there are good things and bad things that affect the paths that we're on. It takes strength and determination to follow your dreams. This week on AACS, watch as students take the next step in their lives by getting their GED, and also some students becoming U.S. citizens. You can watch this program and all of our quality programs from around
1: the area in high definition on the A C S Roku channel.
0: Alrighty folks, we had a wonderful tonight, which was dedicated uh, from my mother to my father. Uh, my father's leaving work right now. Uh at work and he's leaving soon, I think. Uh, or later on today, who knows. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so like I said earlier today, today's going to be all about dedications and hearing music. No, uh, No politics, no news, nothing, just... Sit back, relax, and let's hear some music Alright uh, This next song is going to go out to Big E Out there You know, this is uh, this, this joke uh, This song is a kind of a funny one And uh, so we're going to play this one And then I have a few more dedications out there The people called in And then I'm setting it up So, uh, Big E, here you go
1: Alright, you chipmunks Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are Yeah, let's sing it now Okay, Simon? Okay. Okay, Theodore? Okay. Okay, Alvin? Alvin? ALVIN!
7: Get ready. That was very good, Simon. Naturally. Very good, Theodore. (laughs) Uh, Alvin, you were a little flat. Watch it.
5: Let's not overdo
2: it. Oh, wait a down. minute, boys. Alvin,
5: cut the,
0: now, wait. Theodore, just a minute. Simon, will you cut that out? Get off! Alvin! Oh, wait a minute. That's not Alvin. We're on the. That's right, the Paula Saugero show. All right, that was a request. That was a dedication to Biggie. Uh, she says her favorite movie. She could have only movie. Uh, she could only watch one movie in her uh, forever. It'd be Alvin and the Chipmunks. So I figured, hey. You know we got the song in here so might as well play it right all right the next song is gonna go out to uh, my uncle al he's in florida and uh, it's funny because this song uh, when i go to florida i usually uh, we go out we does uh construction and we work a lot in, uh, in in houses that you know they don't have electricity or whatever so we're still building and we always have we always carry one of those portable radios with us and it It's weird because it doesn't—it didn't matter what day it was or what time. This song always came on, even on the ride back uh, from a job site uh, to home. This song always came on. So uh, if you're listening, Uncle Al, this one's for you. That's uh, Boy George That was a song I uh, used to come on all the time When I uh, was in Florida with my uncle working Going back and forth to work at the job site That song always managed to find its way onto the radio So as a joke I wanted to uh, to play uh, uh, Boy George in the Culture Club Karma uh, Chameleon uh, So we have a couple more uh, dedications But right now we're going to take a quick break And then we'll come back we got a few more dedications to get out And then we're going to be hearing some more music
2: Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America will be holding an informational meeting on September 12th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Attleboro Public Library's Balfour Room. The public is invited to attend the meeting in order to learn about the organization and about common sense ways to reduce gun violence. The group promotes gun safety and legislation that effectively prevents gun violence. To register for the meeting or for more information, you can contact Margie Kelly via email at mkwrite at comcast.net.
7: You look nice. How was work? Well, it was fourth period, civics. The kids were giving me the third degree. Was a UFO seen hovering over Washington, D.C.? Was a fisherman attacked by a 320-pound shrimp? They'd been bitten by the fake news bug, all right, and it was holding on like a driver's ed student to a steering wheel. How was I gonna get a bunch of wide-eyed kids to wise up about what they see on the internet? Then it hit me like a dodgeball on field day. The name of the game was News Snoops. Each student got an article and two minutes to decide if it was credible or a fake. They were able to use fact-checking sites to get the cold, hard truth. Now the little hotshots are even teaching their gullible grannies a thing or two about phony news. But how was your day? Pretty good. I got a new title today, Office Birthday Party Planner. Oh,
2: fun.
6: Teachers just have better work stories. If you want a creative job worth talking about, head to teachdfw.org. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council.
2: You sit down at your table. You get your card. 25 squares hold the key. Which one will it be? i twenty-five, O seventy-two, O-72, or Lucky B-13? Which one will be the square that makes you jump up and shout, Bingo! The Attleboro Elks Lodge 1014 hosts Bingo each Sunday at 887 South Main Street. Open to the public, the kitchen opens at 5 p.m. with a variety of food available. Bingo starts at 6 p.m. Prizes are awarded and proceeds support Elks Charities. For further details, you can visit AttleboroElks.org or you can call 508-222-5502. Remember, Elks care, Elks share.
0: Alrighty, folks, we're back on the air. That's right, the Paul Salguero Show every Wednesday, seven o'clock at night to nine o'clock at night. To uh, this first half, uh, we're going to be playing some music. I have a bunch of dedications to get out there before uh, our guest Dominic Catoia comes on. We're going to talk about some uh, the evolution of DJ. So I have a few more uh, dedications. Uh, one's going to the the Attabro Fire Department firefighters from Paul. Uh, so. I have it lined up here, but we're going to my father called uh, earlier today and he said, uh, he goes, I have a dedication sent to your mother, old time rock and roll by Bob Seger. So we're going to play Bob Seger, old time rock and roll next. And then uh, we'll get to the, uh, the next dedication right after this one. Time to rock and roll! Oh, oh, oh! Hey, we're back on the air. All right, okay, all right. So our next dedication uh, comes from a guy, uh, Paul Jakes. He's a, a firefighter in Attleboro. He wants to dedicate this next song to uh, the Attleboro Firefighters Local 848. So let's get to it.
5: We'll waiting for your chance Well, you'll to the man You're the master of your own destiny So give and take the best that you can
0: fight the good fight by triumph that's uh from paul jakes going out to the admiral firefighters local 848 and on behalf of me i'd like to say thank you to all the firefighters police officers uh first responders emts nurses doctors thank you for all you do uh it does not go unnoticed you know they often say the most thankful job is a thankless job and uh you know, firefighters and our, our public safety, they do a lot of work out there, and sometimes they don't get the recognition they deserve. But that one is from Paul Jakes, going out to the Admiral Firefighters Local 848. All right, folks, we got a couple more songs uh, in store for us before we get to the 8 o'clock segment with Dominic Catoia. Uh My my passion for music is, uh, you know, it, I think it started at a young age. I just enjoyed, you know, music. Everyone says, uh, oh, Paul, you have an old soul. And uh, that's perfectly fine because you know, uh, you know, the older older music. I think, in my opinion, is a little bit better than the new stuff coming out now. And uh, so it, it all started growing up. You know, you listen to a lot of 80s. You know, you listen to what your parents are listening to. So we heard a lot of 80s music. Uh, I was big into 80s rock, uh, and uh, you know, and then some oldies. So right now we're gonna play uh, some Brian Adams, who's uh, an old, a favorite of mine. You know, my Uh, The bees, you know, Brian Adams, Bruce Springsteen, and Billy Joel. It's all you really need in life, right? So we're going to start with uh, Brian Adams' song.
6: The South Attleboro Lions Club and the South Attleboro Village Lions Club are holding their 30th annual Lee's Pond Festival on Saturday, September 15th, from 1045 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Lee's Pond in South Attleboro. There'll be live music, children's games, fun booths, horse rides, wrestlers, canine dogs, and much more. Admission to this event is free, and the Lions are also providing free hot dogs for everyone in attendance. For more information, you can contact Ken or Karen at 508-226-0448. Rain date will be on September 16th.
1: Staying at home, surrounded by family and friends, resting comfortably, with your illness under control and support for your family caregivers that's what most Americans want at life's end hospice can make it happen with the help of hospice patients and families alike can focus on what's most important enjoying life together and living as fully as possible feel free to contact community vna hospice at 508 222 you can also visit communityvna.com For more information,
6: um, hello, it's me, the designer jeans in your closet, the back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. So, what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it, but it's all about the look, and I look good. I need to get back out on the scene so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference.
8: Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council.
0: folks that's brian adams the summer of 69 i remember listening to that one uh driving in the truck with my father when i was a, a youngster still am but still it was when i was younger all so we have a couple more songs and then uh, uh we're gonna have dominic Toya sit down with us we're gonna talk about uh the dj profession how it's changed over the years but i have a few more songs uh, i'll play these straight through so uh, you guys can uh, stop listening to my voice and actually hear some good music all righty
1: deep inside frightened
5: Sun City, Tennessee. I gotta, I got move on before the sun. I hear my baby calling my name, and I know that she's the only one. And if I die in Raleigh, at least I will die free. tonight Well we're all in the mood for a melody And you got us feeling alright Now John at the bar is a friend of mine Now Paul is a real estate novelist who never had time for a wife. And he's talking with David who's still in the Navy and probably will be for life. down coming to see, to forget about life for a while, and the piano sounds like a carnival, and the microphone smells like a beer,
0: folks, that's Billy Joel, Piano Man, one of my all-time favorites uh, from Billy Joel. Like I said, the second half of the show, we're going to have uh, Dominic Catoya, who's actually in studio right now with us. We're going to talk about uh, the evolution of the DJ uh, profession, and uh, we're also going to uh, try to play a song from each decade. Uh, throughout the interview. We'll start from the 50s, but uh, remember, you're listening to WARA 1320 Attleboro, uh, and uh, Dominic's here with us. Dominic, thank you for coming in.
3: Hey, Paul. How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good,
0: good. Thank you. Uh, I was telling the, the listeners earlier today that uh, my first time on the radio was on your show.
3: That's right, yeah. When, when
0: I was running in, uh, this is kind of surreal for me to... Uh, to have you on and now it's kind of now you're now you're the guest
3: i know exactly <laughs> yeah it's it's rare that i get interviewed at all so because i'm always talking to the the people out there so which which is kind of nice was i was mentioning that uh, earlier this evening over at the casino i says oh i'm going to be back on uh, paulo's show and he says oh yeah i know who he is and, like, and they said yeah i'm going to be down there and uh so i'm going to be on the air i says i'm going to be on the on the other end on the other side of the uh, the, the microphone tonight so
0: that's awesome. Well, I, we're happy to have you. And uh, um, for our listeners, I'm sure a lot of people already know you, but uh, since some of our listeners may be new and may not know you, uh, could you give us a little uh, a brief bio on, mm-hmm. uh, on yourself and what you do?
3: Basically, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for inviting me here on the, on the program, and uh, kind of in a few hours, I'll be back here behind the board <laughs> myself. Uh, no, I've, I've um, uh, I mean, basically, I was born up in, uh, I was born and raised in Providence. I know I don't want to go all the way back that way, but, uh, you know, my wife and I have been married for 15 years here in Attleboro, and um, I got into the, uh, the DJ business uh, 40 years ago. Um, actually, when I graduated from high school in 77 uh, from LaSalle in Providence, that year, seventy-six uh, through seventy-seven, uh, a friend of mine um, basically was saying to, me, to to me, he says, "Hey, we should get into the DJ business, you know, you know." But but there's nothing here at the school to, it, uh, to to do it, you know. There's nothing there, so we decided, like, "All right, let's let's go see one of the Christian Brothers. Maybe they can set up one of the rooms." Like, well, of course, that didn't happen because we graduated in May and June of seventy-seven. Anyways, make a long story short. Um, we, you know, we ended up stop not doing it, so when I went to CCRI the year after, um, back in uh, October, November of 77, this kid David, who, uh, who I graduated with uh, back at LaSalle, he said, hey, dumb he says, you know, the, this, the CCRI in Warwick has a radio station. I'm like, get out of here. Like, where is it? He says, oh, it's one of the back offices in the library. I said, the library? <laughs> How the heck are you going to be playing music in the library? Well, it, does, it doesn't have speakers so you have to have, uh, you know, headsets and stuff like that. I said, all right. So I said, all right. But, uh, you know, you've got to talk to the program director. We talked to the program director. And he says, like, you know, in Hawaii and all that. And then um, about two days later, he said, okay, bring, bring any – records and, and see and albums with you and they had some one and i it's so funny they had two turntables one it was it was in a desk in a desk drawer really the, the, the 40 the the uh, record player was on the, in the in a drawer the second one you had to get up to use it it was in a file cabinet you had to pull the thing out and and that's how we did it and we just you know just talked on the air and stuff like that so that's how i really got started doing that and then um in 1980, uh, actually going through that, we uh, we finally changed things over in that in, at the school. Uh, in my second year, we decided to you know let's let's see if we can move the radio station into another location, and you know that never happened. And then um, that year in 1980, uh, I said like, you know I'm really enjoying this. So I, um, I enrolled in Rhode Island School of Broadcasting, which used to be on Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. They're not mm-hmm. there anymore. Uh, and that was a six-month uh, course. And you have to bring in your own records. And they had all commercials from a lot of the Providence radio stations, you know, PRO, JAR, and all these other places. So I was like, all right, this is cool. You know, the old cartridges, they look like 8-tracks. Yep. So anyways, they, we did that. And... Um, we, there was, I think there was like 14 people in that school. And then all of a sudden, when we finally graduated, there were only four people. And wow. here I am, and I'm still on the air after 1980 doing this. But we, uh, then uh, that same year after I gave, uh, became um, uh, the program director, and then they, uh, they left me, the two other people who were running the station underneath the uh, dean of students, Uh, They said, um, where did you, you know, do you have any background? I said, yeah, I went to broadcasting school. I said, like, would you like to be the president of the radio station? Sure. (laughs) It was called Night Broadcasting Company uh, or club, it's KBC. And then I said, like, You know, instead of KBC, why don't we put the W in front of it, WKBC? And so we made T-shirts with my name on it. And back then, um, even when I started here at Attleboro over 30 years ago, I used my radio, my old radio name, Don Michaels, uh, is how I started on there. And it it stayed with me even when I started here at ARA back in 84. Uh, But um, we basically had... uh, you know, all the records, we, we did this and that, I, I became the program director, uh, station manager and I would, you know, we would also buy records and we, had, finally, we would actually get records delivered to us from the malls, uh, from their record stops, record shops over there. Wow. And we would, you know and all we said, like, all right, let's do this, let's do that. So anyways, um, so from that point on, um, I went to uh, different radio stations after I graduated and was an intern. Basically, when you start off, you—who's going to hire you? You know, yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. it's tough. And so I decided, all right, I'm going to just—I'm going to intern at three or four radio stations. You know, I was interning at a beautiful music station in Providence. I went to SAR in Fall River. I went—I uh, actually interned on Sundays at PRO uh, for a while. And there's a few other places. But then, uh, in 1983, early 1984, I put a resume uh, to this radio station uh, to Dave Kane and uh, And I knew Dave Kane through family members, and he said, all right we're going we're gonna start things off uh, in May of '84 doing music. They were doing talk at the time, and so basically, um, I was eight to midnight for about six or seven months doing oldies, yeah uh, Saturdays and Sundays, and then Dave said to me, like, we want you to do." Uh, days. We want you on during the day. So I was basically working 12 hours. I was doing from noon to midnight every single day. Uh, And then it worked until Monday through Friday. And then I moved around here and there, but did music and stuff. And then um, after a couple of years doing that, became the music director, the uh, the production director. And um, it's almost like history now. You know, it's it's so, you know, it's and I, after 30 some odd years later, we had I got hired back here to do the morning show and still doing this since 2013. So I've been always doing music, but as a professional DJ with music, weddings and events, I started that in, in uh, you know 40 years ago, and, wow. and I'm still I'm still at it, still kicking. I'm trying the, I'm still trying to do the right thing. The basically.
0: man, the myth, the legend, Dominic Catoya hey. is with us, folks. We're gonna take a, a quick break and we're gonna uh, transition right into our first uh, 1950s song. All right.
2: Stop and Shop is sponsoring a free Healthy Kids Summit at Gillette Stadium on Wednesday, September 19th from 4 to 6 p.m. This will be an afternoon of play and fitness. Kids will participate in games to learn about exercise and nutrition. The Healthy Kids Summit is open to all kids ages 6 to 14. The event is limited to 400 kids and their parents or guardians.
1: Are you looking for more opportunity? The Literacy Center is here to help. We have free year-round classes in English, computer literacy, and high school equivalency. With the help of teachers and tutors, you can prepare for your citizenship test, make a resume, get ready for college, or learn how to speak better English. Classes held during the day, evening, or on Saturdays. View our website, theliteracycenter.com, or call 508 508- 226 3603, The Literacy Center, building a better community.
4: Well,
8: Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself.
0: So, should we talk about the job?
8: Uh, what, the job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen.
3: It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Summer is still here with plenty
1: of local activities to take advantage of. This week, ACS showcases Attabro's Concerts in the Park, where locals get to hear the musical styles of Brass Connection. You can watch this program and all of our quality programs from around the area in high definition on the double ACS mobile
7: app.
0: Alrighty, folks, we're back on the air. It's the Polo Salguero show every Wednesday from 7 to 9 o'clock. Today we have uh, Mr. Dominic Katoya from WARA. Uh, you can hear him every morning from uh, 6 to 9. Uh, every morning, it plays a great uh, Friday's Oldies uh, program. And then uh, Thursday's is the, the one hit wonder, right? Wednesdays Wednesdays usually, hit usually hit Wednesdays, Wednesdays this, this, is this morning is, yeah, that's yeah, right.
3: and they uh, and I had quite a number of people who already wanted to hear that even before I went on the other morning
0: yeah the one hit one I heard I usually catch the uh the the last hour of it because I'm up <laughs> yeah early in the morning exactly. you know? <laughs> but uh but all right we're gonna talk about uh the DJ profession Dominic's been doing this a while and he's still going and uh so we we drafted uh, a couple questions a couple topics and that uh, I think would be beneficial to our listeners and maybe even um, someone who wants to become a DJ, we'll mm-hmm. have some advice for them too uh, later on. But for first, it, this topic came up, um, I thought of this because I was listening to your show one day, mm-hmm. and you had mentioned, uh, it might have been a one-hit wonder or whatever, and you said you had to go to a station in Rhode Island for a cassette that, that, yes. that, that had a, a, a specific song, Yes, and it automatically triggered in my head. I go, you know what? I go, that that's interesting because you look at you had records, CDs, cassettes, uh-huh. and uh, I just started thinking about how much. And now it's you know all digital. And yeah. You can find almost any song on YouTube, right. and I, I said, uh, I go, that that's interesting to to, to think about uh, how it's changed. So the topic came up, and maybe I could do a segment on the evolution of uh, of DJing. Uh-huh. So. Uh, the you f- know what
3: song that was that the one that I w- was looking for um,
0: I, I can't remember it uh, do
3: you know it Yeah what was it's it The Curly Shuffle The Curly Shuffle yeah, that's it, what it, it was It had just come out in the mid 80s and I had gone to Pro FM and the guy in the afternoon David Simpson who was now, who was living in in Connecticut at the time uh, I I called him and I said because somebody was asking me uh, when I was doing uh, a wedding, I was yes. doing a wedding, yep. Uh, yep. like in a couple of weeks and they said, uh, they were big fans of the three stooges. And I was like, Oh, this might be good. Yeah. And nobody had heard this song, you know, it came out like in the summer of 84. So I had called the radio station and I says, uh, and I told David, I said, uh, I would love to get a copy of that. And it's not out yet. And it, yeah. and it was not going to come out for like two months. So he said, all right, why don't you come down tomorrow uh, during, uh, during this time of the, of the afternoon? He was on from 2 to 6. So I came down like at 4 o'clock, and I went into the studio. Because I had actually interned there for a few years before, way before that. And he had the cassette ready, ready for me. I still have that because now I have it on CD and everything. Yeah, else. But yeah, yeah. but, yeah, it was the Curly Shuffle, uh, the curly that, shuffle. Uh, that he gave me. And, I, like I said, I still have that cassette single that he gave me.
0: That's awesome. Um, yeah, the idea came up when I was listening to your show, and then, uh, but uh, so the first question I guess would be, uh, uh, being a DJ, have you had to adapt to, uh, to technology as as it's changed, and um, and did you did you end up having to to buy a new model, or was it? You know, when CDs came out, did you Mm -hmm. still like this better than actually using a CD? Uh, How did you decide uh, whether or not to adapt to the new technology? Yeah,
3: basically, as you know, started off with Records 45's albums and stuff like that. In fact, I even clubbed for about a year at a a Foxborough club as well. But uh, getting into the music, um, I basically started um, uh, using that. And then by things changing things over with weddings, it was all cassettes. And it was kind of, it was very, very tough to to put their formal dances on a cassette because i would have to zero out the counter on the on the cassette uh, the cassette deck so I'm like oh god this song is here they're like oh wait a minute i got to re i have to re uh, do it again like where is that song where is that so i ended up doing that and i ended up doing it all the formal dances all on separate ca- small cassettes they were 10 minutes 10 minutes on each side and you, i would get them from the radio station when i was working here and um, so I moved into that. And then little by little, I never, thank God, I never used 8-tracks. You know, you, how are you <laughs> going to do 8-tracks? You can't. But then, as I said, I started going to do it with CDs when they first came out uh, in the early 90s. And, you know, surprisingly... I'm still using the CDs. I have not changed over to digital yet. No kidding. Well, I I started to do that. I st- I have the you know the USB and all that stuff that I do. But I you know I, people said you know I should have done it like four or five years ago, which I started to do. But uh, I did this and I had brought it, I got a brand new laptop to do this and that. You know and I've got the, um, uh, this, the uh, thing on my 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 laptop to do that. But just to figure out what type of pro audio you're going to nu- use, and then and you know talking to brides all the time, and I always say, I'm, you know, if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. So you know, <laughs> so I've been still using the CDs, and um, most of the time when people are asking for songs, you know, you know, if I'm looking for it on on YouTube and then you know downloading it onto my computer and stuff like that, and if I'm at a wedding. I uh, was we just one at, at this past weekend where the bride's the the groom actually, he asked me, he's like, Oh, can you have do you have this song? If I didn't have the the laptop, I probably wouldn't have had that song. So I had it like almost like these album cuts that you wouldn't see or not here. So I ended up playing it. So as far as adapting, uh yeah, I'm actually um looking in the near future, to do something like that for next year, but I think with my with my work and stuff like that, I I'm still doing them. But I think I'm going to do I think less and less weddings next year because I may be doing a little bit more at the casino. Uh, but I'm you know I can still do you know all that stuff you know. So as far as adapting to the music and stuff like that. Uh, it does take a little time, you know, to do this. I mean, I'm adapting here at this station now with everything is on a computer. So, uh, to go back to your to your question, um, it's a little bit, you know, at at first it's a little tough, but you know, in the in the long run, it's probably something that, uh, like a lot of our, the wedding DJs out there, it's something that it'll probably come to me.
0: Yeah, the the first song I, I played was was my my parents' wedding song, uh, "The Wonderful Tonight" by yeah. uh, by Eric Clapton. Yeah. So it's. Uh, but it's interesting, like you said, if it's not broken, what, yeah, what, what, don't fix don't it. Don't fix it. Yeah. You know yeah, what right. I mean. Yeah. And uh, but I definitely think there's too a talent that goes into that too with mm-hmm. the CDs, because especially when you're doing your own mixes and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. sometimes people don't think of uh, uh, look like the grit that goes into to making a, a mix CD right. and whatnot. Because when I see all these different DJs too at uh, we go to a lot of Portuguese festivals. Sure. And I see all their equipment, but they still, you know, I'll say, hey, do you have, you know, this song? And I see a CD come out, and it threw me off for a second Mm -hmm. because he wasn't that old. He was maybe, I don't know less than 30 and he yeah. sti- but he was taught that way too sure, yeah. so it just keeps going on but hey if you're still playing good music then yeah. who cares exactly <laughs>
3: i've actually played a few times in the in the past at the portuguese american club oh yeah uh, and i i loved it i did a um, i did a party for the pa club uh this is going back in the probably 1990 and it was all kids it was all young people out yeah. there and they wanted their own songs so we ended up going uh the guy that i was working with at the time Went to, Now, here's, I'm, I'm dating myself now. I went to Strawberries Records, which is, was in South Attleboro at the time. And I was like, I don't have these songs. I don't have So the other guy with me, he was an older guy, he had gone down and bought like $60 worth of uh, cassette singles. Wow. And bought them, and he brought them back. And as soon as he brought them back, we had the place jumping.
0: No kidding. And then, yeah. but the,
3: unfortunately, it had to end like at nine nine thirty, anyways, yeah, because yeah, it yeah. started like at four. But we kept the place hopping. We kept it. the place hopping. That's it. Dominic Catoya knows
0: how to keep everyone hopping, uh, and uh, you know. <laughs> so we're in studio talking about the DJ profession. We're gonna take uh, a quick break, and uh, like I said earlier, the we're gonna try and play a song from uh, each decade. So we went by. Uh, we did a fifties, which was uh, Dion, uh, Dion in the the Belmonts. And uh, so the next one, we're going to try and do a 60s song, but we're going to hear a, a quick break and then uh, right into the song.
6: Running from anxiety and the Attleboro Farmer's Market will hold the first annual um. More Cowbell 5K race on September 15, 2018. The race will start and finish at the Farmer's Market located at 201 County Street in Attleboro. The 5K will start at 9 a.m., followed by a kids' one-mile race at 10 a.m., both walkers and runners may participate. Registration is $30 for the 5K and $10 for the kids' mile. All participants will receive a cowbell medal at the end of the race. Post-race refreshments will also be available. Awards will be given to the top three male and female finishers. For more information or to register, visit the Attleboro Farmers Market on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Visit runningfromanxiety.org or call 508. 508- eight, three,
8: eight, one, three, seven, one. Hey everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice special sort of moment, together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special, they could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments dorky moments. Moments where we talk, or walk, or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. (laughs) Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment today. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
2: Amigo Inc. is currently looking for qualified individuals to help fill various positions within the company. Located at 33 Perry Avenue, Amigo is offering full and part-time positions in addition to per diem opportunities. Amigo offers first, second, and third shift availability to help fit your needs and theirs. When you join Amigo, you will help to create a positive client experience for all the individuals we have the privilege of serving on a daily basis. For more information on all positions available, please call 508-455-6200 or visit our website at amigoinc.org. Before this
5: dance is new, I think i love you too I'm so happy when you dance with me I don't want to kiss or hold your hand If it's funny, try and understand There is really nothing else I'd rather do Cause I'm happy just to dance with you I don't need to hold or hold you tight I just want to dance with you all night this world is something I would rather do Cause I'm happy just to dance with you Just to dance with you Is everything I know Before this dance is new I think i love you too I'm so happy when you dance with me If somebody tries to take my place Let's pretend we just can't see his face in this world there's nothing I would rather do Cause I'm happy just to dance with you Just to dance with you oh, oh. Is everything I need Before this dance is through, I think I love you too I'm so happy when you dance with me If somebody tries to take my place Let's pretend we just can't see his face In this world Something I would rather do I've discovered I'm in love with you Cause I'm happy just to dance with you
0: Alrighty, folks. That's the Beatles. I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy just to dance with you. Uh, the Beatles. Uh, Dominic knows uh, a
3: lot about the Beatles, right, Dominic? I sure do. <laughs> that was from "Hard Day's Night." George Harrison.
0: Alrighty. So again, folks, we're uh, with Dominic Katoya, who is actually on the mornings here at WARA.
3: I'll be back here in less than 12 hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Indeed, he's here uh, six in the morning till uh, till nine in the morning. Uh, and so the goal today is tr- just trying to talk about the DJ profession. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about the equipment, uh, uh, y- you know, you started with and continue to use. And uh, I kind of want it to be a little bit informative, too, for our listeners. Maybe they want to become a DJ. Mm-hmm. So uh, could you talk a little bit about like the, the behind the scenes to DJ? Because it's not just picking a song and playing
3: it, is it? No. No, um, it it depends on what you're doing. If you're on the radio or if you're a club DJ or you're a wedding DJ, basically it's a lot of work. Uh, First of all, know your music, you know, especially with my profession, uh, you know, 40 years behind the music, um, especially doing weddings and events. Know your music, plus, know the know your crowd you know especially you're working for a couple you're working for a bride and groom you want to play everything for them and then of course you know and what songs they don't want to hear that's that's more important than the songs you will play for them because you virtually just about play everything anyways if you know Unless they don't want the chicken dance or anything like that, or line dances, <laughs> the cha-cha DJ. slide. Yeah, either, either way, right? There you go. Um, but know your audience. Even if you don't, if you if you're just getting into there, even if you're doing a club d- a DJ or whatever you're doing, or you're behind the microphone at a you know at a radio station, uh, yeah, it's nice to have a background of music, of course. Um, also, uh, and and this is I, I always mention this to some people as well. If they even want to get into the business, it would be nice to do a broadcast. Uh, go to a broadcast school, um, you know, at the end, or intern, intern at a radio station. I don't, it doesn't matter what station it is. Even if it's a talk radio, you'll get to possibly do, I mean, you know, I did four or five of those things, you know, I had to get coffee for people. And then eventually uh, I did weekends at those radio stations, those same radio stations without getting paid. Uh, and that's how you would, you know, kind of get your feet wet basically. And, you know, and especially doing the, you know, know your music, know the people, uh, and um, you got to enjoy all genres of music, first of all. You know, some people out there will say like, oh, I can't stand this, this, this genre of music, whatever it, whether it be the oldies or the disco or anything like that. Um, you got to like a little bit of everything. And my taste of music, people ask me all the time, like, well, what's your favorite music? And I say, I like all types of music, you know, from, you know, from the, big, the big bands all the way to today. I still listen to a lot of the dance stuff, like Black Eyed Peas, Pitbull, who is my favorite. Anyways, <laughs> I love Pitbull anyways. Um, anyway, but so basically know, know your audience and have a little bit of, and the, the most important thing when you're doing a radio show or, or out there is you wanna be clear when you're talking. You know, um, you know, the Rhode Island accent's gonna kill anybody anyway, something like that. But- <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Like North Providence, you know, Caz, you Forget know? About. Forget about it. Forget about it. But, you know, and then also inflection and breathing. Very, very important. Breathing and inflection are so important in, in this business where, you know, I'll hear these people here and, you know, there and there, uh, wherever they are, um, and this and they're not breathing or they or they' they're not they're not pronouncing the word correctly. I, th- very funny story uh, very quickly. Um, I was on the air uh, here at the station uh, when we in 1989 when we had just or, yeah it was around 89 or so or, uh, 1999 I'm sorry. When we were going from the Bronson building from uh, the new building, which is now on on uh, the Bronson building now, but we had gone from the back building, which used to be um, an apartment building, into the main building. And I was doing a show, and I was doing uh, an announcement, a live read, and I just got the, the – uh, the live read in front of me on three by five cards. The sales manager just gave them to me. It's like thirteen twenty wants you to know that. And now the word spina bifida. Okay, a disease. You know, with for you know yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Well, I, to this day, and I can still remember how I said it because I did. They just handed to me like ten seconds. I said spina bifida. i like, what is spina bifida? I'm like, what? You have what? <laughs> yeah, you have spina bifida. And then, and then, and then I then um, this the sales person who was uh, in the next room came running into the studio. and said, like it's spina bifida. Like, well, why? And I and I said, from that from that point on, every PSA live PSA was actually phonetically done, and it's still phonetically done in a lot of radio stations because. If you didn't see this, uh, I would still say spina bifida or spina bifida. You yeah, know? yeah, but yeah. No, it's And, and that was, that was, that's a very true story, as I remember back, back in 1990
0: or 1999. That's awesome. So uh, I remember when uh, when it was time for my first show, I had a uh, message you and asking for advice, and that was basically some of the stuff you told me. Mm-hmm. Breathe, yeah. enunciate, pronounce your words, and, and uh, ultimately just have fun. Yeah,
3: breathe um, and take a deep breath. Yeah. Deep breath, uh, and especially if you're if you're interviewing people, and you know as you know, um, know your subject, know you you know what you're talking about, and it's not bad. I still do this all the time, um, is asking your guests ahead of time to email your questions. You know, these are some of the questions, and they usually will give you three or four questions, and and what I'll do is I will listen to them, and then while they're speaking to me over the you know on this on the desk here, I'll say like. I'll be writing stuff. Okay, oh, that just triggered something, and then I'll just pick it up. Nowadays, you know, I have really nothing in front of me. But once in a while, if it's a subject that I may not know about, all right, just give me two or three questions, and I'll run with it. And that's exactly what what I've been doing. So, but you know, but basically, know your subject and know the people, and breathe.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's true. Because I remember when I was coming on uh, your show when I when I was running, that was one of the things we. I, I threw a couple questions out mm-hmm. there. But then after a while, it was just having a conversation, yeah, you know? exactly right. Because, uh, and when I was starting here, I was trying to figure out, uh, you know, how to interview someone, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, I always look everything up because I want to know. And then sure. la- uh, I watched a lot of stuff on Larry King, right? And he said, uh, the, the more important part of the interview is the follow-up. Yes. That's kind of like the, you know, you ask, like, if you just ask a question, boom, you got an answer. Okay, next mm-hmm. question. You know, yeah. There's the, listen because then that's going to develop another conversation. Yeah, the last
3: thing up. you want to be talking to is somebody as a guest who's going to say, oh, you know, like, okay, yeah, <laughs> like, like, uh, you, you almost have to pull the words out of that uh, yeah, that yeah, person's yeah. mouth.
0: Absolutely. Already, folks, we got to pronounce your words and uh, breathe when you're on the air. <laughs> you know. All right. So we're going to take uh, another break, and uh, so. Uh, we're going into the 70s, so we'll play a, a song from the 70s right after uh, the break. And uh, we're in the studio now with Dominic Toya talking about the DJ profession. We'll be right back after this.
2: Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America will be holding an informational meeting on September 12th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Attleboro Public Library's Balfour Room. The public is invited to attend the meeting in order to learn about the organization and about common sense ways to reduce gun violence. The group promotes gun safety and legislation that effectively prevents gun violence. To register for the meeting or for more information, you can contact Margie Kelly via email at mkwrite at comcast.net. Does your back hurt after a long night's sleep? Has your mattress seen better days? Is your current bedroom furniture a mixture of different furniture sets? The Bedding Center, located on Pleasant Street and proud sponsor of this radio station and high school sports, offers a wide array of mattresses along with beds, bedroom furniture, and odd-sized mattresses and box springs. You can reach them online at bedding-center.com or by phone at 508-226-8090.
4: There are many sounds in your day-to-day life. There are sounds that wake you up. Sounds that make you smile. Sounds that energize you. And sounds that help you relax. But there are some sounds that can alert you to danger and can help save lives.
0: Oh, oh, we're on the air already, Jeez! Yeah. I didn't
3: know. I can that. see and, uh, I, I That's I like that leisure suit in the bell bottom, uh, <laughs> the, the big, the big flat shoes shoes that you just, just wore <laughs> yeah. out while you're doing that. That's right. You
0: know, I got to work on my uh, my John Travolta <laughs> and impression And your coif from, on your uh, hair I like the quaff. <laughs> and uh, my, uh, w- w- what's it called? Uh, the mesh, the mesh shirts, is not yeah, that what yeah, it was called? Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. the polyester shirts. Yeah, yeah, I sure. had them in high school. I, that was my era of high school in hey, the seventies. We're, we're gonna bring them back. We're gonna bring. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure we will.
0: All right, all right, folks. We're back on the air with Dominic Katoya, who's uh, a DJ here at WARA. Uh, you can hear him every morning from 6 to 9. And uh, we're talking about the DJ profession, kind of putting some advice out there for maybe an up-and-coming uh, DJ or and just anyone who's generally interested. Part of this, part of why I'm doing this was because I was interested mm-hmm. in, in knowing uh, kind of what the DJ profession entailed. And uh, and so that's what made me ultimately, ultimately decide to do this segment. So, Dominic, if, if you could give uh, uh, an up-and-coming DJ some advice, maybe a Say there's a kid right now who says, I want to be a DJ. He has no no one who knows anything about DJing. He don't know anybody about music. What would you tell him or her?
3: Yeah. Um, they, um, it, it, depending on what type of DJ they want to be, if they want to be a, a wedding DJ or a club DJ or an on-air DJ, uh, there's all, a little bit of everything. I mean, um, you can basically uh, get to be uh, a club DJ or just making tapes or something like that. Um, you know, if if they know the music, um, basically just try it out, Uh, you know, pretend, you know, I used to do that as a kid. I used to like pretend I was on the radio uh, all the time. I think the first thing to do, as I said, if you want to be on air, do an internship, you know, for six months or something and see how you like it. Uh, And if you don't, you know, and that's fine because at some point they may tell you, hey, We've got a, we've got a, a chance to, for you to do this and do that, you know, whatever, maybe do a spot or something like that. But I think um, make a mixtape at home, you know, on your computer and kind of uh, play with it, you know, kind of play with it and see what songs you may like. If you're a club DJ uh, or you're just doing it, uh, you know, at the PA club or something like that, uh, do the same thing, you know, have fun. First of all, have fun with it. That's exactly what you got to do. It's something that you're gonna like to do, uh, and yeah, and you can get paid for it too. You know, <laughs> you know. Um, I think I think if someone really wants to do it, uh, they've got to have the passion for it. You know, they gotta enjoy it. Uh, yeah, get a little get a little of a broadcast experience behind you. Uh, you know, if you're gonna go to a school, you know, do six months to a year. I mean, if it's you know if it's too expensive, uh, get some advice. Go to your local radio station, have you know, talk to them. Uh, they'll be certainly happy to do that. I did that a couple years ago. I was talking to some, uh, some kid here at this, here at this, uh, in Attleboro, uh, who came to the studio and asked for me. He didn't want to go on the air or anything like that. So, about three weeks later, I put him on the air with me.
0: Oh, no kidding. Uh,
3: and now he's in Boston now and he's interning for a Boston radio station. But search around, you know, but have fun with it basically and kind of, uh, you know, just ask questions that i think that's the thing is ask questions you're not going to get you're not going to get paid for right at, right at the beginning of the time but eventually if you want if you stay with it you know
0: it's practice absolutely and and you uh, having done you do the radio the weddings mm-hmm. uh what aspect of the DJing profession do you, do you enjoy the most? Like, do you enjoy having a wedding, or you like being on the air better? Is there a specific uh, d- one?
3: D- d- it's fifty fifty. I enjoy doing this. I mean, I've been behind a microphone for forty years. Uh, I enjoy still getting up early in the morning, and this is kind of new for me. Five years, five and a half years ago, when they asked me to do this radio station, I was like, I never got up at four or five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but now, and now, my my uh, my clock gets up now. I, you know, with my internal clock, I'm like ten minutes of four. Boom, I'm up. Um, but, um, oh, ten minutes, yeah, and four. ten minutes of four, my alarm <laughs> rings, and I'm here at ten minutes of five. Um, but i I think what you I think to for me, I really enjoy um after forty years doing weddings, I still enjoy working with the couples and the fa- and the people out there. Um, and I'm always on a, you know, wherever I'm doing, I'm always you're always on the microphone talking, and when I'm at a wedding, one thing I don't do, you don't want to be. Um, I do it enough here in the morning, you know. Hey, this is Billy Joe from nineteen seventy nine. You don't want to do that at a wedding, you know, yeah, because yeah. let the music play. I say and I tell the couples, you, you know, shut up. Don't <laughs> say it. Don't say, hey, Billy Joe. It's seven twenty two now in the A.M. or something like that. We you know, um, just let the music play. But I, as you're going back, I enjoy what I do is because um, I love the people. I mean, I say I'm a people person. Um, Weddings, yeah, I still enjoy that because uh, I, I think I'll always love that working with people um, and get like, getting the people out there doing some dancing and being on the air. Um, you know, you're 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 being listened to. You know now all over the world you know uh, it's kind of scary but but you're being listened to to a lot of people out there uh, from Pawtucket Larry called off uh, yep, he, yes now he's he been a, he's been a long time listener of the station uh, one other lady who listens to my show every morning Wendy she's out there listening this morning uh, but there's a lot of people out there who know you and some people say like oh you know I don't know that person but you get a lot of those people out there so I kind of it's like kind of 5050 basically for me if yeah. you if, to ask me I, I like it I like all the aspects of it yeah.
0: I think that's something important, too, to realize. Like like you said, you're a people person, so you like being in public and, and yeah. talking. But
3: I have no problem being on a stage over at the casino or being on the air. If I, I've done personal appearances here and there. I don't have a problem doing that, and I don't have, one thing I will say, I don't have stage fright.
0: Exactly. I don't have that. And that's what I was going to try and, and, and say is that, if someone's thinking about becoming a DJ, maybe recognize your weaknesses and strengths. Right. If if you get nervous or have stage fright, mm-hmm. maybe start with the on air and get you know you don't have an au- you don't have a live audience per se, right. but you
3: have your listeners. But we're on the we're on the street level now, so people can come by <laughs> and the station. Yeah. <laughs> that's true.
0: That is true. But um, but yeah. So that that's uh, it's good. It's fifty fifty. Did you do any? Um, Club de- DJing and stuff like that, too? I did.
3: Um, I did it for a little while, for about six, seven months. I worked up the road a piece up on Route 1 in Foxborough. Uh, it was actually called uh, At the Hop. It used to be uh, Dimitri's in Foxborough on Route 1. And I did that for a while with another gentleman. Um, in fact, he was he did an oldie show here on Saturdays, Jack Burns. He used to do uh, WPR uh, Channel 12 for a while. And he and I worked together for a while, uh, and... Um, and I interned, well, not interned. I actually showed him the board here years ago. Uh, we we did Wednesday through Saturday over there, and he he basically because I couldn't do it the Wednesday Thursday, and he was older anyways. He was he was like you know thirty years older than I was, so he tried to do all that stuff. But he had the oldies, you know, he had the oldies. But that was a dance club. They didn't want the oldies. Yeah, yeah. But th- Wednesday and Thursdays they didn't mind. So I would go in with him on Fridays and Saturdays, and then eventually. I did the Saturday no Saturday show, uh, and we used to get the Patriots in all the time, you know, on off nights and stuff like that. That club was always hopping at eleven o'clock, and certain hours of the night we would have a thousand people in there. That was wow. their that was their kill off uh, amount of people. They had a thousand people, and every Friday and Saturday night we had thousand people in there they had to they had to get people out of there they had four or five hundred people who could not get in there because it was from 8 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. as I was working so I did that as I said I did it for almost about seven or eight months basically
0: all right and uh, um, in terms of DJing in the the clubs and weddings uh, so again to our listeners you know I, I think Dominic made a good point is internships is a good way to get your your feet wet like he said Uh, enjoy the music have a passion for it now I I like to the first episode we did here uh, we ended with I like to end with a a fun question Mm -hmm. Uh, the first one was if you could uh, in which I'm going to change up the question a little bit for this one to make it a little bit more relatable um the first one, what was it? Uh, if you could talk to anyone in history, who would you talk to? And you could ask one question. But for this segment, if Dominic Katoya could only listen to one band or one artist the rest of his life, what band
3: or artist would you want to listen to? Probably the Beatles, probably. The Beatles? Probably the Beatles, oh. yeah. But I, I will say, this: it's, all ta- it's like people always say, what's your favorite music? I always go back to the Beatles. If I really was thinking about... Really, other good songs, the Glenn Miller Orchestra back in the big band era. But I think I think the 50s, 60s uh, is my is my era. But you know, I I have all different all of the the brackets, all the the years. I've had my favorite songs. You know, even up till today. But and it's it's kind of tough to you know pinpoint that. But I think Beatles would probably be on the top of my list. Earth Wind and Fire, Chicago, all of those people, yeah, yeah. Dewey Brothers, uh, Eagles. You know and but yeah I think I think every genre um I enjoy.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. We were just talking about the Beatles uh the other day at work cuz I had a trivia question and I had asked uh, my coworkers uh I, f- I forget how the Beatles came up, but the the trivia was uh do you know how long the Beatles were banned for, how long mm-hmm. they were playing? Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, it is 7 years, right? The the Beatles were Well,
3: they um as a full Beatles, uh full Beatles uh started uh, in the early '60s, '61, '62, they finally broke up around uh, late '69, 1970, basically. Uh, Ringo Starr actually started with them in '61, '62. Pete Best uh, started with them earlier, and he was only in the group for a little while. But Beatles were basically around, I would say, at least a good ten years, uh, as you know, the, as the full uh, the full decade, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's it's amazing what they accomplished and. In that yeah. ten years too, but uh, all right, folks. So Dominic, if you again, if you had uh, a couple, let's say three tips for an up-and-coming DJ, what, what th- three things would you want to uh, tell them or her?
3: Uh, first of all, as I said earlier, uh, know the people out there. You know, be be comfortable. You're going to be in front of people. Uh, know your music, uh, and then of course, uh, learn the equipment. You know, I think the most important thing is know your know your uh, the, the board. The, the Be comfortable on the microphone, you know, uh, and then learn. Nowadays, learn the new equipment that's out there, you know.
0: Absolutely. And have fun. That's it. Have and f- breathe. And breathe. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, there you have it. It's uh, the Polo Sagero Show. Again, we every, every Wednesday evening from 7 to 9, we're here. Uh, today's guest, again, the the, one, the the man, the myth, the legend, Dominic Cotoya was <laughs> with us. We talked a little bit about uh, DJing. We heard some good music. And again, if anyone has... Uh, Uh, an an idea or suggestion they'd like to have as a segment, feel free to email uh, me at paulo, P-A-U-L-O at w-a-r-a-radio.com. And I'll be happy to to interview anyone. If you have a specific topic or you want to have a specific guest on, just let me know. And we'll be back here next week again at Wednesday at 7 o'clock.